We are Mr. Casinas and Mr. Darling, and you're listening to A Day in the Life. On this week's podcast, we walk the halls of HTS as a senior school student exploring many of the Term 2 opportunities and experiences our students take part in beyond the walls of the classroom. Join us as we walk, talk, and listen in to the amazing lives they are living every day. The Senior School is a place where students are exposed to a wide variety of learning, leadership, and co-curricular opportunities. All these make the HTS experience exceptional, not only for the senior students, but for our entire community. Can I have you introduce yourself and state your role in the school? Hi, I'm Greg Rose, and I'm the head of the Senior School at HTS. The HTS Senior School includes grades 9 to 12 and has a population of approximately 350 students. Student life opportunities beyond the classroom are seemingly endless and include activities in athletics, the arts, service, leadership, as well as the world beyond Bayview. Close to 30 clubs and councils also offer students the chance to lead and create their own opportunity to build their own experiences. Programming is scaffolded to allow grade 9 students to try new things in their first year and then to lead as the expert by grade 12. Mr. Rose, how would you say HGS senior school students are specifically challenged to grow and develop outside the classroom? The opportunities are almost endless when you really think about it. While we have a large athletic program with traditional sports teams, we also have academic competitive programming such as DECA, Model United Nations, and Science Olympics. A healthy number of student-run clubs, experiential learning, and community service. The entire club system is pretty dynamic from year to year. While we have clubs that are popular and run every year, we also ask students to propose new clubs, which we haven't run in the past. This way, the student body has the ability to choose the opportunities they want, rather than the school telling them what the good clubs are. This is how we've started many popular clubs in the last few years, such as the Model United Nations, DECA, Chess Club, and the GSA. We are also committed to bringing experiential learning to our courses in the senior school. For example, this year we partnered with the Toronto Regional Conservation Authority to bring real-world archaeological experiences to our students studying history and anthropology. We brought our grade 9 business students to a trade show to learn how businesses try to market their products, and our art classes regularly participate in workshops with professionals in the art community. Community service has been at the core of HTS student life and is a valuable part of developing an empathetic student body. Every week we send students to our community organizations such as Martha's Table and 360 Kids to work in and with the community. In reality, when you look at the HDS program, the academics are excellent, but it is the outside of classroom experience which develops our students into what we call Trinitarians, active members of the community who contribute to a positive manner in the world about them. This year's major senior school production was The Drowsy Chaperone, a musical farce intended to celebrate musical theatre while taking a few playful jabs at the farm as well. Full of funny but full characters, the show took three months to rehearse and just closed after a successful four-night run. One of the few intensive activities that requires students from grades 9 to 12 to come together in a successful collective effort, the school plays the epitome of a student life activity that offers experiences not found in a regular classroom setting. I'm sitting here with Mr. Whitebread, one of the directors of this year's school play, uh, with the other two being Mr. Darling and Miss Butler. For starters, congratulations on a fantastic show, Mr. Whitebread. I thought the play uh, was very funny, and I'm always amazed by how many students and staff are involved. Can you please inform our audience on how many students and staff were involved in this year's play production? 
Yeah, first of all, thank you. It was a, it was a, gr- a great run of the show. The students worked really hard on it. Um, this year was a musical year, so in musical years we typically have more students involved than, say, a straight play year, but not always the case. This year there were 35 cast members in the show. We had five stage managers working behind the scenes and over 40 other students in different crew positions from lighting, sound, um, uh, props, costumes, and set design, of course. Oh, that's amazing. So it really is a school production in that sense. Absolutely. Mr. Whitebread, you have been involved in many HTS play productions over the years. What was unique about this year's play? Well, that's a great question. I've been involved. This is my 10th uh, play that I've done at HTS, and of course there was many more that came before me. Um, one of the things that was especially unique about this year's play is that it's a Canadian production, um, which is always nice to be able to do a Canadian play. Um, and this, uh, it was a comedy, which is uh, an interesting um, endeavor to take on with students because as much as people love to laugh, making people laugh is not the easiest thing to do. Um, and it also dealt with some interesting subject matter, um, some sophisticated subject matter, which once again, when you're directing students um, and the audience is primarily students or students' families in a high school production, dealing with issues like sexuality um, and bigger-than-life characters and alcoholism and that sort of thing, um, it's, it's, it's not the easiest thing to sort of to get across. So I think that's probably what was unique about this year's play. Mr. Whitebread, you mentioned challenge. Can you tell our audience how the play challenges or stretches our students here at HTS? Yeah, uh, for sure. Uh, um, first and foremost, I think it brings students outside of their comfort zone. I think a lot of people might assume that everybody involved in play is a drama student, and that's just not the case. There's quite a few students involved in play that don't take drama. So the the ability to get up or the willingness to get up in front of a large audience of people and, and take on things like singing and dancing, um, that definitely brings students outside their comfort zone. Time management is a huge thing as well. Um, if you're not involved in play, you might not realize the amount of hours that these students put in. That includes many late nights and uh, some full weekends, quite a few full weekends. And so being able to uh, manage being in rehearsal, having all their lines and um, uh, blocking memorized, along with getting their assignments done, studying for tests, um, that's something that definitely challenges the students. Um, and then learning new skills. Uh, if you saw this year's production, you saw a couple young gentlemen do a tap dance yeah. number, and neither one of those guys had any tap dance experience before rehearsal started. So we also have students that were singing solo numbers that, once again, were not part of the music program, uh, weren't part of Tritones, the school choir. So you're taking kids and you're giving them skills that they've never done before. So all of those things, I think, are, are sort of very big challenges that our students take on willingly and, and quite frankly, meet uh, are very successful. With. That's great. In terms of uh, the tap, something I always wanted to learn to do, can you learn that in a couple of days? Is that true? Uh, well, more than a couple of days. <laughs> we, we were in rehearsal for months, so uh, it's one of those things that, uh, you know, they start off slow. Um, we have our choreographers that we bring in, so they, they, they're not practicing every single day, mm-hmm. but, uh, but no, it, did, it took about three months for them to sort of go over and, and perfect. But, uh, but definitely neither Kingsley nor Sam, the two gentlemen we're talking about, had any experience with tap at all before that. And, and quite frankly, they amazed every night. That was, was really fun very to watch. Impressive. Well, thank you for sitting down with us today and for your years of dedication to drama and HTS. Well, thank you very much. 
Hello, my name is Sam Charlton, and I play the role of Robert Martin in this year's The Jazzy Chaperone. So, Sam, can you tell us a little bit about why being in play has been important to you, or maybe some of the things you've learned about yourself as an actor by being involved in with HTS Drama? Yeah, for sure. So, I first started with HTS Drama last year in Peter and the Starcatcher, and I had a decent role, which was Ted, and I had a great time uh, doing the play last year, uh, which was just a normal play, so it wasn't a musical like this year. And so doing it this year, The Jazzy Chaperone, which is a musical, I definitely developed my love for for the play at HTS. I definitely had many more experiences, such as tap dancing for the first time, uh, rollerblading uh, blindfolded for the first time, singing, dancing, and acting all together. It was a great experience. I definitely learned more things about myself, and I definitely learned uh, a bigger passion that I had that I previously didn't know that I had. And overall, it was just a great, fun time outside of academics at HDS, proving that extracurriculars uh, are really beneficial to participate in. And Sam, for anybody who's out there listening who has been thinking about getting involved in play, what would you say in, in terms of recommending why, what's a great reason for, for being involved in, in HDS drama? Well, first of all, the cast and people you're surrounded with are truly really great, helping you um, stepping out of your stepping stepping out of your comfort zone. Uh, the directors, your cast members themselves, uh, not just even if you don't want to be on the stage, you can be a part of so many other things like stage managers, uh, tech, lights. There's so many different possibilities. Uh, if you're participating in play. So even if you're uh, scared to be in front of the spotlights, uh, you definitely don't have to do that if that's not what you're comfortable with. Although if you are, if you really want to try to do that, I would recommend it just because when you get onto that stage in front of everybody, I I don't know how to explain the, the feeling. It's quite, it's different. It's... The adrenaline pumping just gets you going, and it really is a great experience. People often ask me, what the hecka is DECA? DECA is a business case competition club where we focus on developing communication and 21st century skills. The idea is you're given a business case, and you have to find a creative solution to that case. We're focusing on marketing, finance, management, hospitality, or even accounting. Can I have you introduce yourself and state your role in the school? My name is Kevin Charwak, and I'm a grade 6 homeroom teacher here at HDS. I'm also our lead DECA chapter advisor. Can you explain to our audience how DECA has grown or evolved for the past few years here at HDS? DECA is still relatively a young club here in HDS. It was founded three years ago by Anthony and Christian. Mr. James was the first advisor. I joined DECA in its second year, and I saw that student interest and popularity grew to about 42 members. DECA is played in rounds. So first you have the regionals, then you advance to the provincials, and then finally internationals. In our second year, we had 20 students advance to provincials. This year, we continued to grow, and we're around 60 members, of which again, we had 20 advanced to profs. This year, we made HDS history as Anthony, 
Tony, and Miranda advance to the ICDC, which is Internationals, and they're going to Florida to represent us. We wish them the best of luck. That's fantastic. Well, thank you so much for your time and all the best Internationals. Congratulations once again to those students attending the International Career Development Conference in Orlando. All three have essentially beaten out between six to 800 students through regional and provincial competitions to earn a place in Florida. The ICDC event is expected to attract 18,000 competitors, alumni, and business people gathering together to develop career knowledge as well as skills in the areas of collaboration and critical thinking. Let's hear from one of those talented HTS finalists. I'm sitting here with Anthony who finished top four in the professional selling event. Anthony, first off, congratulations on a very impressive accomplishment. Thank you. Anthony, you're heavily involved as a student here at HTS. You're a highly skilled athlete in multi-sports. You have a leadership position in the school as prefect, and you keep up with your academics. Being as busy as you are here at HTS, why do you choose to participate in DECA? Well, I see DECA as an extremely valuable opportunity, and I really envision it as a, a launch pad for a career in business. You know, it really allows you to further your knowledge in all business concepts, um, which is something that can really benefit, benefit you for a career in business. And here at HTS, you get to work with really amazing people like Mr. Charwick and Mr. Mango, who lead the club and are so knowledgeable on DECA and on those business concepts. Anthony, how has your involvement in DECA helped you grow as a student? Well, in participating in DECA, there are really many opportunities to meet like-minded individuals here at HDS and, and abroad, people from all over the world. As well, you get to improve your presentation skills and really learn how to think on your feet. So a lot of assessments that we typically see at school, you can prepare extensively for and be confident in all the material. Whereas at DECA, it's a little different because you're given a case study that you've never seen before in very limited time to solve that case study. And more often, more often than not, that's how things tend to work in the real world. That's great. Well, thank you so much for your time and all the best in Orlando. Thanks. Hi, I'm Miss McLennan, and I'm the Senior School Music Teacher here at HTS. Our Senior Music Program is yet another way HTS students build life experience outside their regular classroom lives. Senior School student musicians from across grades 9 through 12 recently participated in the Ontario Band Festival. Both the Intermediate and Senior Bands finished with a Silver Plus rating, earning them an invitation to Music Fest Canada in May in our nation's capital. Beyond that... Upwards of 50 musicians are flying off to Europe to tour and play through Prague, Vienna, and Salzburg over the March break. Another incredible opportunity to take advantage of what a life of music can bring. Ms. McClellan, can you inform our audience what countries you'll be visiting and why you chose those locations? We are starting off our journey in Austria, where we're going to be visiting both Vienna and Salzburg. These are homes of... Uh, really the epicenter of uh, the history of Western music. So we're going to be focusing on the lives of Mozart and Haydn and Strauss, as well as uh, 
looking at Beethoven and 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 his visits uh, to the city in his time, and uh, and that's really why we're going there because that is the birth of Western music, and that is really where everything. Um, Everything took place in the 19th century, so it's uh, really exciting. It's very exciting. Uh, of that, what are you most looking forward to? I'm really looking forward to uh, putting on concerts for uh, local students and for communities um, outside of the big centers. Uh, we are the entertainment of the evening uh, for a lot of these places, and uh, they're, I know that they are very much looking forward to having us uh, play for them. As you're aware, there's a lot of work that goes into planning of these trips, uh, and this being your third Euro band tour, as you say, it's not your first rodeo. Why do you continue to offer these experiences? I really think that uh, throughout the course of uh, anyone's high school career, uh, these trips really offer something unique and special uh, to the music experience here at the school. Not only are we performing for audiences, but this group really comes together and works hard uh, to put together a huge product at the end and it's uh, very rewarding to see to see the response of the of the audience members but more so what's really important is uh, the family that we build uh, through the experience of rehearsing together and traveling together and spending a lot of time on the bus together um, so uh, I think that students come back really with a with a different set of friends that they had going out and uh, and we're certainly very much united when we return back to home soil well thank you for your time today and your dedication to the music program here at HDS and wish you all the best. Have a fantastic trip. Thank you very much. Rock on. This term, senior school students were given the opportunity to train as leaders by attending the Grade 7 winter camping trip at Bark Lake and the Grade 4 winter camp experience at Camp Wanakita. Students in Grades 10 and 11 applied to learn and lead as counselors and were supported by HTS teachers, camp staff, and through our partnership with Alive Outdoors. At Camp Wanakita, the emphasis was on fun, while creating a positive and supportive environment for the younger students, many of whom had not been away from home overnight before. Three students have also been selected to represent HTS at the upcoming Case Student Leadership Conference in British Columbia next term. Melissa from Grade 10 has joined us in the recording studio. Thank you for stopping by, Melissa. Thank you. Melissa, you were one of the student leaders selected for the Grade 4 winter experience at Wanakita. Can you tell us a little bit about your role at Camp Wanakita? Um, yes. Well, first arriving there, I organized the schedules for the grade 10 leaders, um, and I acted as a liaison between the leaders and um, their teachers, and just uh, provided guidance in um, situations with the grade fours. And I also got to spend time supervising the grade fours um, and supporting them through their first time away from home. That sounds great. Melissa, do you recommend this leadership experience for future grade 10 and grade 11 students? Um, yes, I absolutely would. Um, I really enjoyed the experience and I learned so much about how to communicate and um, adapt in a situation where you're the one who is in charge. Um, and also, especially being student lead, how to um, lead a group together, uh, to work together as a team. And some advice I would just give to all of the HCS uh, students is to become involved in this community and choose a task that challenges you because that's how you learn. That's some great advice. Well, thank you for your leadership and your service and have a wonderful March break. Thank you. Service to others and giving back is ingrained in many aspects of the senior school. We have helped the society that is a club that raises money and funds for various causes. 
We have the Community Service Co-Curricular that provides students an opportunity to go out into the community and give service to local organizations. As you also recall, we had all of the grade 10s giving service as part of the first Student Life Day. Recently, on Saturday, February 23rd, a small but dedicated HCS group, led by members of the Helpless Society, joined thousands of Canadians across the country during a walk for the coldest night of the year. Money was raised to support and serve hungry, homeless, and hurting people and families in their local communities. I'm sitting here with the head of the Helpless Society, Lauren. Lauren, for starters, thank you for sitting down with us. Um, what organization hosted Richmond Hill's coldest night of the year? Yeah, no problem. Uh, the Mosaic Interfaith Out of the Cold program. And what services does the Mosaic Interfaith offer? The Out of the Cold program provides safe refuge, warm hospitality, and emergency shelter in York Region to the homeless or those in need of food and clothing. Overnight shelters are operated by various interfaith communities on different nights of the week from November to March. Lauren, why did you feel inclined to get involved in this initiative? While homelessness does exist in York Region, and we don't often think about that, our students participating are passionate about giving service and helping others in our local community, and we just wanted to raise awareness on this issue. And finally, Lauren, what was your fundraising goal, and did you guys reach it? Uh, HGS had a goal of $1,000, and we exceeded and raised $1,860. Mosaic wow. Interfaith School was 25000 and they raised over $45,000, so we did really well. That's awesome. Uh, well, this has been, it has been a fantastic initiative, and I hope that the HTS community makes it an annual tradition. Well, thank you for your service. Yeah. Thank you, Lauren. <laughs> Let's head back to Mr. Rose to hear a little bit more about how all of these incredible student life experiences are possible in a busy HTS schedule. HTS has recently moved to a new flexible schedule. Mr. Rose, can you briefly explain to us why you changed the schedule for the senior school? Well, we found that students that were coming to school at Holy Trinity really had so many opportunities in the classroom, but also outside the classroom that were conflicting uh, with each other. So often students would leave uh, for athletics early in the day and they would miss some class time or they need extra help and you know it would conflict with a band practice or something like this. So we made this schedule in such a manner that uh, there was free blocks of time during the school day uh, that we could unlock that time uh, and have students uh, do what they needed to do and prioritize during the school day. In terms of unlocking time, can you elaborate on some examples? Absolutely. Um, um, I'll give you a couple examples here of where we've uh, given some time to students when they, they most needed it at Holy Trinity. Uh, first of all, we introduced something called student-directed time. and This happens twice a week when students have uh, some time in the middle of the school day to do what they need to do and what their priorities are. For example, they might decide that they uh, need some extra help from their math teacher or they need to eat lunch at an earlier time because they have a band practice at lunch. Uh, it could be a time to sit down and work on group work with, uh, with friends that maybe don't have uh, the same uh, free time as they do uh, at other times during the day because of their commitments. So we offer that a couple times a week. Also, on Wednesday afternoon, we have uh, what we call personalized learning time. Uh, this is time that we've uh, created uh, sessions or stations all around the school where students can go for help. Uh, or silent study. So you could sign up uh, to go to the Global Studies classroom and work with one of your teachers on maybe a project that's going on. You can sign up and just go to silent study uh, or some of our sports run at this time too. So uh, we have sometimes athletic practices um, and other things going on. So 
there are many different opportunities here where uh, traditionally kids would be in class, but we ask the kids to pick the things that are the most important to them and prioritize them during those times. Mr. Rose, as head of senior school, what is one of your favorite student life opportunities? I think that's a really unfair question uh, <laughs> because there are so many opportunities at, uh, in HTS at the senior school. I'd have to say, uh, I'm going to cheat on this question, that uh, when students sign up for a lot of our clubs and societies or teams, uh, there's often opportunities to go on trips uh, to all kinds of destinations where they can uh, uh, try out their skills. So Model UN, for example, they might go to Washington, D.C. To, mm -hmm. uh, um, to to compete in a competition there. Or, or DECA. Yeah, or DECA might go off uh, uh, somewhere else as well. But also our sports teams, uh, we go to national tournaments. Uh, our leadership uh, uh, groups go to camps and uh, work as uh, counselors with our younger students. These conferences. Yeah, so I think there's lots of opportunities where our students get to go out and uh, outside of the classroom and outside of the school expand on those experiences that are tied to experiences that come back to the school. Great. Well, thank you for your, thank you for sharing and thank you for your time. You're welcome. Clearly, there's a lot going on in a senior school student's life. In many ways, like the middle school, we have once again just explored the tip of the iceberg. Please tune in next time as we take our microphones out into the busy lower school halls, eager to tell the student life story from the final third of our amazing community. Bye for now. But, but, but that's all, folks. <laughs>